Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Research to Empower Masterclass series. I'm Grace Liu, joined by my sister Jessica. We're talking research in a way that's easy to digest and fun. Today, we are starting section five called "Take It to the Next Level," and we are doing that by focusing on how to actually get people to read your research. You've done all the hard work. Maybe you even finished writing a full-length paper. Which kudos to you. We're so proud of you. You should celebrate. Congratulations. That is an incredible, incredible accomplishment. So take a moment to celebrate to yourself if you've written that full-length paper or completed that research project because it's really difficult. And like I just said, we're super proud of you. But then the party may have. Died down a little bit, and a question arises: How can I make sure people actually read my stuff? It's a valid question. Yup. First, back to remembering your target audience. Let's pause for a second to do that again. Who's your envisioned target audience, Jessica? The public. So the general, like public. Yeah.、Audience. So all ages, all genders, all like. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so Jessica's target audience is the general public, and that means when you produce content, you want to make it accessible to all,、mm-hmm. and that means that you should keep things simple usually because it's for the general public. Awesome. With that in mind, you want to design your whole strategy and plan for. Getting people to read your stuff around that, think like you are the target audience. What would they want? Where would they be? Now we can start dissemination. Whoa, what's that? Why does it sound like you're dissecting someone? I know dissemination sounds a little bit scary. When I first heard the word dissemination, I was so confused. I was like, "What the heck is that? Why does it sound so complicated? I've already done so much work, and now you want me to do this fancy thing called dissemination? What? It's really not that bad, though. It's very simple. Dissemination is a process that involves planning and thinking and considering your target audience." And this will be used for communicating with your target audience. I like to call this river crossing. So, you and your research—picture this: you and your research are on one side of a river, right? So you can pretend that you're holding like a basket, and then in that basket is your research paper. It's precious information that you've worked so hard on. So you're on—you and your research are on one side of the river, and then. Your target audience is on the other side of the river, and what does this have to do with dissemination? Well, the point of dissemination is to get that information in your head and in your basket, which is like your research paper. The point of it is to get that information into the heads and baskets of all the other people on the other side of the river, which is your audience. Because the whole point of your research is to make sure people read it and they understand and they get your key results. So, how can we cross this river? How can we get the message across? Literally, the river. Let's say there's a boat on the river and there's a boat guide person called the dissemination dude. 
okay? So this boat guide person will help you get across. Dissemination will help you get your message across, you and your message across. But you need to tell him where to go. Right now, you already see your target audience on the other side. You That's why it's so important to envision your audience because once you already see your audience, you kind of already know which direction you're heading. Now, we just need to do the communication bit, which is like traveling across the river. It's literally your message in your basket, in your head, wherever, and it's going across the river and getting into the heads of the other people, the target audience. So there are plenty of paths that you can take. There are plenty of ways that you can do this, that you can get your message across. Jessica, what's one that comes to your mind immediately? Um, like submitting my article to a journal publication thing. Yeah, absolutely. So I realized that I haven't really explained too much what a journal is. So I think this is a good place to talk about that because the next episode is about how to publish your research mainly in a journal because that's what we're looking for. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's okay because I'm going to explain it right now. So there are a couple of main ways that you can travel across the river, that you can get your message across, okay? One of those main ways is through publishing in a journal. And a journal is, for a simple definition, it's basically a place where they produce like volumes and each volume consists of a bunch of research articles. So this is so important because in this case, your river crossing is publishing in a journal. And in this case, your target audience would most likely be other researchers and other experts because you can find on the other side of the river, people who are reading these journals and going through these are usually people who have access to the journal, which are researchers. So that's something that you may want to consider. And this is super super exciting because if if you do publish in a journal that means that your work is being explored and cited so referenced by so many other researchers and experts and maybe even professors which is really awesome if you think about it okay so i just talked about one way to cross the river quote unquote the next way is through presentations and presentations are usually through conferences research conferences you if you've been listening carefully you've heard me mention this a couple of times where there's publishing in a journal and then conferences but here in this episode is where i will actually talk about what these are what they're like and what this actually means so what exactly are conference presentations and what are they like well conferences are usually where They're organized by an organizing committee, and then they basically receive submissions and applications to from researchers who are either done with their research or partially done and they're looking for feedback on their research that's in progress. 
So these research conferences are where you basically just make a slideshow and then present the basics of your research for some minutes, it depends. And after that, they usually have a kind of like tea break or networking break where you can have like a Q&A session and also talk with other people. And it's just a lot of fun. Especially if it's in person, because you just have a whole lot of people together who are really interested and passionate about the same topic, and you can learn so much from these conferences. Another way that you can get people to hear about your research and present it, this is another way of presenting your research, is through research science fairs or competitions. These are great because you can not only see where you stand among other people and potentially even get prizes and win prize money, which is always a nice bonus, but also it gives you a really good experience because at least from my experience in science fairs, I've learned how to really condense my research into a really short presentation so that your judges get the point across and they also understand that your research has a lot of complexity in it. So for example, some of the popular ones out there, I personally participated in some locally. So for example, the Long Island Science Congress is one around me, but there's also other science fairs that are more nationwide here in the US. For example, science fairs from the Society for Science. And then there are also other like challenges and competitions that are really like high caliber that would be really really interesting to participate in such as the junior academy global challenges explorer vision discovery education 3m young scientist challenge those are just a couple you can find a list of the rest on the research to empower website i will link that below but Regardless of the result, just the process of participating in whether it's trying to get your paper published in a journal or trying to present in a global conference or just a conference or a workshop that's research focused or presenting it at a local science fair. Whatever way you try to get your research out there, even if the results aren't as expected or the way that you imagined it to be, this whole experience is still really, really valuable because like I just mentioned, you learn many different things. You refine your research. You are able to hear from other perspectives on your research so that you know what could make your research be better and you might even get inspiration for future research ideas, which is super cool. Of course, there's always the final option of just asking around, showing it like to your friends, your family. Would you, I mean, it's not really like shoving it in their face, yeah. but your family, friends, teachers, also on social media, if you're comfortable enough with that, just putting yourself out there and not being afraid or embarrassed because it's your hard work. And most people won't really make fun of you for this kind of stuff. Already, my closing question for this episode is, which path will you choose to get your message in the little basket that we're kind of envisioning here? Mm -hmm. And in this basket are your research findings. So which path will you choose to get your message across 
to your audience on the other side of the river. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out details about stuff we reference, it's available in the show notes. Head over to research2empower.org to submit your response to the question for each episode and complete the masterclass along the way. It's a win-win. Tune in to the next episode where we learn how to publish your research.